Riley Crossman was born on December 22, 2003 and lived in Berkeley Springs, West Virginia. She would go missing on May 8, 2019 at the age of 15 years old. At the time of her disappearance, she was white, blonde hair with blue eyes. She was 5'6 and weighed about 125 pounds. She was last seen at her mother's house and uh, she had a scar in the center of her forehead. Uh, the details, according to her mother at the time, Riley was acting normal the day before, and her grandmother had been at the house until about 7-ish. Uh, she had video chat with her boyfriend until around 10.30 p.m., and a friend had said they had been texting until about midnight. But her mother would return home from work that night, and she would find Riley's door closed, but saw a light on from underneath it. You know, this is a pretty normal thing for any teenager. Uh, this would be around 10.30 as well. Uh, Riley's phone showed she was inactive until around 5.40 a.m. That was when she tried to video chat with her boyfriend, but he didn't answer. Uh, Riley's mother noticed she was not in her room around 7.15 a.m., but she assumed she already left for school. The school started at 7.45, so, you know, it's common for kids to go to school early to talk with their friends before uh, school started. I know I'd done that in high school. And from what I read, like, Riley lived pretty close to the school, I'm assuming, because it said about just walking across the street. So she had to live in a pretty good walking distance from it. Well, not a very long walking distance from the school. Um, the school day would end, and Riley would not return home, and her mother would try to get a hold of her, but her messages weren't being delivered, and her phone calls would go straight to voicemail. Uh, Riley's grandmother would go to the school to see if she was still there, and Riley was not there. But uh, she would end up talking to... Riley's boyfriend, who was returning from a field trip, and he said he had not from heard from her all day. Also read that he had spoken to her that morning. A little confusion there. But uh, Riley's mother would receive a call stating that uh, Riley had not been at school and she had been marked absent. And she would call 911 to report Riley missing, and an investigation would follow the same day. You know, where did Riley go? Was she a runaway? This theory seems very unlikely because all of her social media accounts have not been active since that morning. But, you know, if you're going to run away, you might just dump your phone, which I don't know with today's society, you know, everybody goes to their phone. Like, like you would think her phone would be pinged and all that, like if she got, you know, a Wi-Fi that's going to, like, pick up her phone and all that. Or just any, once she's out, you know, connecting to a tower. So it would ping and they'd be able to trace her. Um... Which a another thing, like I read, you know, that she loved her family. She just was a very nice individual, like extremely nice, you know, good-hearted person. So a lot of good reasons of why she wouldn't be a runaway. But could she have been murdered by her boyfriend? That, too, seems unlikely because everyone said he was real nice, good to her. Like, he just cherished everything about her. So what happened to Riley? Sadly, what you heard from the audio is Riley was found dead on the morning of May 16th. Uh, her suspect would be arrested shortly after, and that was a man by the name of Andy McCauley. Now, who is Andy? Well, Andy is Riley's mother's 41-year-old boyfriend. It was reported he had been the suspect since day one. And we go back a little bit. 
to uh, the day Riley disappeared, and her mother had said that Andy was asleep on the couch when she had returned home from work that night. And I read Tucson about her two boys was, I guess, sleeping in the living room as well. But uh, during the investigation, investigators had searched, searched the work truck that he was driving, and they found uh, fresh drywall and mud splatter in the bed of it. And they said it was like underneath the toolbox area. But the dogs obtained a positive scent of a de uh, deceased uh, person odor in the bed of it as well. Uh, this, I believe, is when they arrested Andy. And another issue was Andy had lied about the routes he had used headed to the job site. He originally told them he left the job site for about 30 minutes to two hours to get drugs on the morning of the 8th. A witness would say he had already had drugs on him, so there would have been no reason for him to drive and get some. Uh, video surveillance would show he left at 9 a.m. and didn't return until roughly 2 p.m. You know, that's a big gap. That's a five-hour gap instead of, you know, the... Which, 90 minutes to two hours is a pretty good-sized gap, too, but, you know, he lied about, you know, almost three, three-and-a-half hours of, yeah, of him doing stuff. You know, you could do a lot in three-and-a-half hours besides the hour-and-a-half to two hours that he stated he was gone. Another thing about this work truck, it was uncommon for Andy to drive the work truck because the truck didn't belong to him. The owner of the truck usually picked Andy up, and they rode together to the job site. But a witness would see the work truck backed up at Riley's house, and at 12.41, a video would show the truck traveling in another area than what he had told police. The route he had taken would eventually lead to Riley's body had been dumped at. Interesting thing would happen during the uh, hearing. Um, it would be revealed that Riley had sent a text to her boyfriend around 11.01 stating Andy was in her bedroom. And at 11.13, she would also say she was scared. It was reported Andy had tried calling her on the morning of the 7th by blocking his number. And he would call at 3 a.m., 3.34 a.m., and 3.52 a.m. But Andy has been charged with first-degree murder, from what I've read. I don't think the trial has really started yet, because it said it would take a while to get uh, back, uh, pretty much doing the autopsy, see what actually killed her and all that, because they said her body, you know, like they'd be in real decomposed and stuff. But uh, all the evidence right now, you know, seems to point to Andy. Valerie Mills on ABBM. Do you believe that the body was murdered there, or do you think that she was murdered somewhere else and taken there? We will know that information until the full investigation has been done by the state medical team. And do you have any idea about how long it has been there before the body was found? Once again, the body was decomposed, and that will be a determination by the Office of the Chief Medical Team.
search for a missing person, and we've also had an investigation into suspicious circumstances. Um, yes, it has been. I'd also like to add that uh, Mr. Lee Manning is present with me today, but we contacted the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, I believe, on the day after she became missing, and Nick Mick is there finally called by us, has been boots on the ground here with our office in Morgan County every day since, and they've provided many resources and support to us, 